Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Food that's good for the environment, good for the people who eat it, and good for the people who grow it. They pick it so it's beautiful when it comes to market, and you get to enjoy that. Local businesses is the, the first place that we can directly support somebody. You've got to believe in what you do, and if you stick to that, then you're getting there anyway. G'day, Stefan Postuma here with another Quicksand Food podcast. Thanks for joining me. Today I speak with Bianca Poscaliero and Ciara Kuma from Earthwalker & Co. General Store in Coldale. The general store has been given a new lease on life in 2017 with Ciara and Bianca taking over and turning it into a farm to table cafe. I've talked to a number of business owners and cafe owners and Bianca and Ciara have a passion for supporting their local community and their local producers like not many other owners I've ever seen before. They have local produce available on their shelves, source locally for their menu and get the community involved in the store whether it be in yoga classes, workshops, starting dinners, or bringing back the feeling that a town's general store is the hub of that community. They gave us some fantastic recipes for the Illawarra cookbook, all sourcing local ingredients, and I had a great time talking to them. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Ciara Kulma and Bianca Poscaliero from Earthwalker & Co. General Store in Coldale. How long ago did you open? When did you open? So we opened... Second week of January 2017, yeah. Nice. The cafe in the general store opened in December. Dece- yeah, December. Oh, cool. So I think a month before that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. So do you, like, Ciara, we'll start with you. Do you want to just give me a little snapshot of, like, the vision that you guys had in mind before it all got started? So, yeah, obviously having homewares, we wanted to incorporate um, having, you know, basically farm to table concept um, supporting local suppliers um, which is started like we began doing a lot of research in the area and there's a lot of suppliers within about 20 kilometers of here um, that we're very lucky to have um, so we've got you know bread makers dairies about six organic farms that we work with um, and just the local community supplying a good food um, wholesome food um, and our focus now is really driven by basically decreasing our waste as a cafe. We noticed mm-hmm. in the first week our milk bottles, the amount of milk bottles that you go through. So then we converted within about a month to Country Valley's um, bladder bags, mm. which saves our rubbish half. 80%. Yeah, 80%. That's great. Reduces our plastic, yeah. Um, it's yeah. great you can use those. What were those? 
those are like those soft drink machines or something like yeah, that. Originally. They're like a slushy. Yeah. And they work perfectly. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're, are they more efficient when you're making coffee as well yeah. than using I bottles? I reckon it takes the up baristas definitely so much, yeah. so much quicker. It's, it's awesome. even like doing That should that be at every long. cafe, hey? It should yeah. be. Yeah, it's great. And it's so good that Country Valley does those bladders too, like, yeah. and they're just up the road. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Also with, I suppose, That's like with that, we've just converted to biodegradable coffee cups. People in the community here are really focusing on their keeper cups. Mm. Um, the bamboo and stainless steel straws we've had since we obviously sold them at our other shop as well, so it's been really good that we don't have any plastics in that. Um, what else do we have? A, and just the obviously the general store just finishes that off, so you can have you know the burger with the house-made relish and chutney, and we could use um, there could be a supplier in Winuna that we had that makes all the handmade chutneys. That's really good, and then we could sell that in the corridor mm. side. So that's been really good. Mm. And you also sell a bit of produce too, like you know you might be able to get some of the veggies that are on that burger yes. you know on the so day so we sell popes and piccolo uh, more brook organics has come on board at albion park yep and uh, now we're looking at green connect yeah so it's actually quite a few when you think mm. about it yeah um, it's exciting it is is it do you, do you guys sell a bit of like fruit and veg from here like does yeah. it does it sort of yeah. go all right yeah that's yeah, really good people like it as a general store like just duck right. down grab you know oh, i'm cooking i need to get lemons and sugar or, you know, just like the one-off things. Yeah. They, they don't have to go all the way into the room. That's so good because, yeah. I don't know, like thinking about, you know, when I grew up and a lot of the time that I spent further down on the south coast and stuff and there'd be the local general store, but the fruit and veg section of that was always really pretty sorry looking. Like you had a few, a few fruit flies buzzing around and like the odd tomato here or there and yeah. <laughs> and whatever. So it's a, it's a nice treat to have you know, fresh local produce that comes yeah, in straight from the farm. I think the most rewarding thing is that we're finding that a lot of people will actually come up and say, is this definitely organic? So they actually want the things that we want, which I think we're yeah. finding, I think, uh, is probably exactly where we want to we want to head. So mm. the fact that they're actually asking that, right. we're really enjoying And I think that. for us now, also watching, we obviously sell recycled like coffee hessian bags with mm-hmm. our bags. And now people are bringing that down to do their, Grocery. you know, their bread, their milk, and their groceries. That's awesome. Um, and only offering two milks, so we only offer Country Valley and Pines, which is our two closest areas. Mm. We, uh, that's it. Um, and even just our honey, we work with Dark Forest Orchard. Like we don't realise there is so many, um, you know, not even just organic, you know, farms and local community members that you know. Mm. Yeah. We're pretty we're actually very lucky. We've met heaps of amazing people. Even our coffee is from um, they live in Bulleye, they roast at Marrickville, so that's really good mm. to have that rapport with people as well. Yeah. So That's awesome. Um yeah, I mean like you said, I think that in any region, like especially all the ones that I've covered like with with these publications, there are so many people doing things, except that for, like there's not there's not instantaneous connections between people it takes a bit of work right. to find them yeah like you have to you know you you might have gone all right well you know we're going to use apples from up at dark forest and you had no idea that they had hives or you know yeah. had had stone fruit or whatever product it might be as well apple cider vinegar or whatever that they've got up there and and there's all those sorts of things that until you develop a, re- a relationship with someone yeah. you, you have no idea well we've yeah. developed definitely really, yeah. like you know we've got lifelong friends now and and from that like country valley with john fairley to that's how we actually came across piccolo farm um these two are amazing family mm. from sydney started this organic farm and and rather than do two trips country valley picks up the produce for us oh. and drops it down 
So Perfect. yeah, it's just it's such a cute, like I just love it. Thursdays and Mondays they come and I just get so excited. Yeah. And um, the delivery guy comes in and, um, but not only that, like even like with Green Connect, like Connect, I never knew there'd be 12 acres of it's a amazing, farm behind Warrawong High School. Yeah. And they contacted us and, um, but we had only heard of them because you guys were, were going to put them in, um, in your book and. Yeah, and I just can't believe all these people are doing these things, and otherwise we would have no idea. Yeah. No, and I've, spoke to, I've spoken to people who live in Warrawong, and I'm like, do you know there's like a farm there? And they're like, no, there's not. And I'm like, yes, there is. Yeah. I'm like, it's behind the high school. But people just have no idea that there's so much going on that we just don't, we haven't actually. Even our two bread bakers, we're pretty lucky with that. Mm. We've got our, um, one of our chefs that used to work here who's so passionate about bread, mm. lives for The it. bread circle, his yeah. business is called, yeah. And he's a good friend of ours, and... Um, his bread is so different. Like we've been stocking his bread from Bronte. People love that. People love bread circle. And then also um, Cold Coast um, sourdough Wade. Like he works and he you know works with us with all our weird buns that we yep. do through a dispatch. He deal. gets text messages from Sierra at like ten thirty night going, "Can we do this tomorrow?" And he's like, "Oh my god, you're mad." <laughs> so we've, yeah, we're just about to do a new sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's it, basically like you said, branching out, finding yeah. all this, and hopefully we're just trying to find now a sustainable meat. And really working towards like seafood and stuff like that as well for our evenings, which is yeah. soon to become, yeah. So that's that's still to come, evenings? Yeah, yeah. 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 So just applying for the liquor licence and getting all that right. done and then we're going to, As yeah. if you guys haven't got enough on your plates already. I know, just I think people, for dinner <laughs> we tell people that I think they think we're mad. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? But we'll just do it for maybe Friday, Saturday and just see how yep. it goes, yeah. Just see how it's received. I think that I think that being, being like at a... A standalone cafe and general store here, and being such a such a large part of the community, means that something like a dinner can be a bit more successful, maybe than if a cafe that sits in a strip of bars and restaurants tried to do dinners as well. Yeah. Because you know, there's there's people around here that want to walk somewhere and go and have a glass yeah. of wine and have some big, dinner. Yeah. But like. You know, if you live in Wollongong and you live in a flat and you've got 20 options, you're not going to go, oh, well, there's a cafe that started doing dinner. Maybe we'll yeah. give it a go. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We're about to start Kel's Gelato, which has been on our list for 12 months. So Kel's been very patient with us. Yeah. So we're just about to do a little modification with the desk and put the gelato machine in there because his gelato is sensational. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. the pines. So, yeah, the pines. That, yeah. yeah, haven't had kelp or don't know kelp. Kel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might know kelp because I had a chat with him as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, that's exciting for us. And, um, yeah, what else have we got coming up? So tell me more about, like, dinners. So Friday, Saturdays and just... That's the plan yeah. at, awesome. the moment. at the moment. Um, Cooking just back to basics, really. That keeping that you know on the same track of farm to table, mm. using a lot more um, native um, herbs and stuff like that. We're using them now in our breakfast meals. So a lot of native, um, like what we're we using at the moment, sea spray. Sea spray yeah. um, mm-hmm. And people are actually asking, "What is this?" I've had about four people stick their head through the window and you know asking, mm. um, "What is this?" And going through it with people. Um, yeah, and then our biggest thing with the workshops then. You know, uh, with the workshop, sorry, with um, doing dinners is allowing a community that, you know, people want to come here, they want to have that, you know, Thursday, Friday, but it's inviting for families. So here, kids are welcome. You know, it's, it's an area that's big enough for, you know, people to have their, you know, just two people for dinner or have your family for the communal dinners next door. So, mm. yeah, it's, you know, it's a big thing for us. So, you know, we come from pretty big families and mm. our background. So it is, you know, we are, I am loud. Mm. Bianca's not. I am loud. Our family's loud. So I think having that, 
environment that people feel comfortable that they can come. But we have mothers' groups come here. Yeah. Yoga groups. It's hectic on a Tuesday here. Yeah. There's babies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think that it's it's one sort of area of the market that I think doesn't get paid enough attention is places that really cater for families. Like, mm. and I only probably realised this since my sister had my niece a few years ago and whenever I'd want to go out with her or whatever when I was visiting her in Canberra or whatever she'd be like does the place have a high chair or what's it like for the babies like and and all that sort of thing and there's so many places that you call up and they go no sorry we don't have high chairs or they're they're too packed and they don't like to talk about having like kids and prams and whatever it might be and like oh I suppose we could yeah I suppose we could fit them in like or whatever yeah yeah I think that you know any young families who know that a place that there's a place where they're just completely welcome to come with the whole yeah. family and you know you don't your kids don't have to sit quietly at the table they can yeah you know, exactly I think that's one thing that we've even spoken about like the demographic in our cafe really just varies you know you've got like the young black couples and you've got the big families and you've got the older couples and you've got the groups of friends and it's just it's not, not one particular no, one yeah mm. it's sort of a range um, and that's I think that's we really really enjoy like we like that fact that all sorts of people are coming in that's great yeah well i think that like the variety of stuff that you do provides interest for a wide range of people yeah. as well it's like yeah. there, there's some old farmer that might be interested in using local produce because he gets it yeah. and then there's you know people who have dietary requirements that come because they know that you we cater for that on your menu so and exactly stuff. like all that sort of thing so, so many we them. have a lot of um celiacs vegans dairy-free gluten-free like if we had to do honestly um you know a research and looking at we almost do probably 40 percent as much soy to cow's milk but we do a lot of yeah, soy wow. milk soy and almond are massive at the moment. and we also do probably a good same again in gluten-free mm-hmm. so we have a lot of celiacs gluten-free vegetarians vegans dairy-free um, not free Everything. Paleo. And you're like, oh, paleo. Yeah. Yeah. And so we do cater for everyone. Like vegan, the and then I butter the toast, and I go, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah three times we butter it and stuff like that. Mm. So we also do yoga here on a Friday. Yeah. So that's been really good. We do one of our um, baristas is very passionate about yoga, so she's in a yoga instructor. So we open the space up, um, and hopefully next year will be on our goals is to offer this space for workshops. Um, wow. So we really want to get here um, doing, you know. We've got one person in mind teaching pickling. Then we've got another artist that wants to do. Um, Should do a food weaving. photography workshop. Yeah, oh, that'd, that'd be, be really fun. good. Yeah. <laughs> so then we've got the bread maker. There's a lot. There's yeah. six people. Yeah. And people. It's a space that really. It's a big enough space for people to come together. Like our yoga class, we have so much fun. Like. Yeah. And it's open to anyone. The space will be open to anyone. And we've now got probably a list of about 16 people that want to hold their own workshops. Um, yeah. So that's exciting for us. Cool. Yeah. Is it, that must be, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that have a business, you know, have a, have a business and sort of don't see the potential at what, what's possible for it outside of their trading hours or, you know, like whether it's, whether it's selling stuff at a retail level or opening the space up to events or workshops or all that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, for me, to, if, if I had a space and if I had a kitchen, it would it's it's exciting to see the potential of what you can do with it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And try to think of interesting ways that you can use it. Yeah, yeah so we will do eventually, um, you know, if people wanted to hold an event here, this particular 
customers we have are getting married soon and they want to have a family dinner so we'll you know be more than That'd happy nice. to do that yeah. we also in the general store I was thinking about it then we have a lot of local artists that put their work in here so we've at the moment got um, Paige does the hair ceramics. handmade ceramics um, and so giving that you know people don't there's so many creative people but yet they don't have the space mm. to you know to exhibit it exactly with Ray's here with all the artwork here on the wall with his um, photography and I think allowing it so this though the photography um, the basically the wall space you know rotates whatever yeah. four months so yeah. people can hang their work there and the exposure they get from Sydney like I can honestly say people go to sit down and then they stop and look at the pictures yeah. and the last uh, lot of art we had was um, Carol Brookball yeah so that was the rock pools down here at Coldale so yep. yeah they were they were beautiful and obviously everything's for sale as well yeah so that's really really good too yeah yeah, yeah well that's like, I mean, that's what a general store should be these days. Like, back in the day, a general store would have been a place that people got their information about the local community because there wasn't Facebook or Instagram and they weren't finding out sort of this public information about what's happening around the local area on the internet because it wasn't there. It's like there was a community notice board where people would put up little yeah. events and things that were happening. Like, you know, a local artist might come in and say, hey, do you, like, whatever, you know the people by name. So you go, hey, you want to sell my artwork or, yeah, or whatever yeah. it may be. It's like a meeting point in a place yeah. where people can connect. So, yeah. We have a community board and we always, Bianca and I always go over there every couple of days or, you know, once a week and have a look at some of the things I haven't, you wouldn't even know. People have got this for rent or a studio <laughs> You know, yeah, um, yeah it's quite. It blows me away some of the stuff that gets put up there. Yeah. But all, like you know, we also people don't. Even, it was actually someone the other day that's been in here for twelve months. Don't even realise that we um, do dry cleaning. We don't personally, but it's a pickup point for dry cleaning. Oh really? And so, we've got lotto, like all those little things. Package is like, missing. Yeah, our package. You can pick pack. So if you're not home, they drop it up here, yeah. and you just come and collect it. Yeah. So that's yeah. good exposure. People Things come like in that. from yeah. Fig Tree or wherever, and they're like, "Oh, I wasn't home." Yeah. <laughs> come all the way out here to cold out. It is a bit weird when they send you to some random yeah, post office to pick up a package. Oh, yeah. like, that, that we've had people. The furthest I've ever had is Kiama. What? And they had to really? come to Calder. Yeah. Like, oh, to come to the first I've had is Unandera, and she was pretty cut. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a huge depot in Unandera. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know. I was like, sorry, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, well that's Australia but Post for you. Yeah, it's not our fault. <laughs> anyway, that's good. It's a good way to get. It's a good way to get people from a bit further proximity yeah, away into the into the shop. They can get a coffee yeah. while they're at it. Definitely. Yeah, that's no, awesome. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I guess a question that I was going to ask you is. This isn't, like, after all these things that we've been talking about, this isn't just a normal cafe, because not only are you guys focused on, you know, having an ethos of not just, like, sustainability and, and, and less waste and, you know, using local producers and all that, all, all that sort of stuff and being a community place and whatever, like, all these things translate into extra work for you guys. Yeah, right? it's definitely. You know, like it's it's obviously it's a lifestyle more, for us. Exactly, yeah. Mm. It's more challenging to use six different vegetable suppliers than it is to use one. Yeah, you know, and it's but we're passionate about it. We get so excited about like where the produce comes, mm. and that's why you know when we cook with it, every bit is used. You know, mm. there's no wastage with that. Like we're just laughing. We've got Nick Cooker probably here in the background, and Nick has now developed. So we actually have six bins that we go so we've got soft plastics we've got compost in the kitchen so in and the then we've got the kitchen, uh, chicken food yeah um and then we've got general waste recycling 
I don't know how many that is. I don't know. All I know is they've got, and they each morning they get sticky laminated labels. So the staff come in, and that's how it's done, and the kitchen staff as well. And what's great about that, our waste. I can honestly say it's half because people are thinking about it. Mm. The staff, even if the busiest times, it's okay. Stop. Let's you know. Even our like with the, the producers we use, that we use they use plastic tubs. They send it back, so there's no waste with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, cardboard boxes or anything like that. Yeah, and that's it's. Yeah. But it is. It's more work, but it's in a way, in a sense, that's where you, you adapt. And mm. it's a way of life for us. Yeah. And I think like, that if like if we're doing it, maybe it'll like filter down to even like our staff or our customers, and they'll it'll make them more aware mm. of you know, really think about what they're eating, where it's coming from, you know, who picked it. Like you know, we we have edible flowers, and our um, farmer in Thelmy goes around, and she picks them like one by one. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's not like you just have like a massive tractor and it's just picking them all up. Like, but actually thinking about where it is actually coming from. Cool. I had a customer today, and I went to clear their table. They had a flower left on. And I said, are you going to eat that? Do you know how much work that goes into that? And he's like, oh, is it edible? And I'm like, yeah. So he, he's like, okay. So then the whole table stopped because I didn't obviously deliver it. And he's, and he's like, oh, my God, that's really good. Yeah. But even the local school, we got a massive batch of, um, of fresh produce at Coldhouse School. Um, and without their support even, you know, they send up bananas, then pumpkins. They've actually got a, quite a big garden. That's cool. Yeah, um, so we're going to work with them more yeah so our coffee grind goes up to there we put it outside and it's amazing how many people in this area pick up coffee grinds for their garden yeah we um, don't throw any out no, oh really no. so they just come by and grab them yeah, yeah so we put it outside we have bags people pick it up um but yeah, even god there's so many if you just think about the ways that you can do this sort of thing there's mm. so much opportunity out there and yeah. it's just about being proactive really isn't yeah. it? like like joe Faye. so the new bottles up there of the apple cider the big see the old yep. school ones yep. so basically that they're the new bottling for darks forest and they obviously people buy them then they bring them back and then we refill it and then that's the same yeah, wow. so i we personally love to you know do more of that sort of stuff yep cutting down on all the jars and there used to um there was a there was a cafe that that um, I used to work with in, Can- in Canberra who did like a, a veggie swap with people so they'd give them coffee vouchers for their backyard produce yeah, yeah. which is a cool idea as well yeah, like they get because obviously there's times of the year like citrus season just finished or tomatoes are coming in where like people are just going to have too much of something yeah. you know? like, yeah. and even if they come in and you know come in with a big wheelbarrow full of bloody oranges because they've just yeah. got way too many yeah. so here's some coffees and whatever and we'll just put them there and put them in tape and that's what we want to um, talk like kind of do next and probably really <coughs> focus on next year is how to utilise that that extra produce that if people are growing their own things at home rather than it's going to waste or having to like palm it off um, like how can you like have a longevity of that that item so you know can you pickle it can mm. you um, jar we pickled it? all the figs so last season yep. we had yeah. figs all on top of the fridge people could buy them um, we're just in the middle of rebranding now, but we had everything, um, and they were fantastic. And we used them. And what was great is that people were like, "Oh, figs aren't in season," but because we preserved them, it's going back that you can offer that, mm. you know. And it was sensational. Yes, Top of the granola. Even and people stuff. knowing like how to do that as well. So like yeah. maybe doing workshops on that as well. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. There's, oh, there's so much opportunity. So I guess another question then is, there's some people who maybe are already educated about you know positive food practices like the ones that you guys do but are there people that might have come to this place as a, as a general store before you guys took it over and, and and their education around food wasn't as as high level as you know someone who understands everything that you guys do and then 
through coming here and getting their coffees and things like that, you've managed to educate them? Like, is there any, I don't know if you can pick out specific people, but do you feel like, do you feel like that there's sort of a growing educational interest from the public that, that come in here through the practices and the things that you guys are doing? Definitely. Like, we got a, probably maybe a month ago, we got all Piccolo's produce and we had it out on the table taking a photo for Instagram. And people actually walk past and were like, "What is this? What is that?" They, they, and I think because the, the vegetables, carrot, the carrots are like intertwined, and mm. they're like, "What is that?" I'm like, it's a carrot. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and, but I think they're like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, and Today it, was they the get a bit beetroot. of an interest in them. Like, I think it makes them a little bit more aware. I don't, I don't know if maybe I don't know if we've changed the way that they totally think, but I think even just bringing it to their attention mm. even if we've just done that I think we've done so yeah job. today we had a special on with um, like golden beets so the golden mm. beetroots we've you know I've seen them mm. but a lot of people haven't and mm. it was one of the things and I think the girls had today about at least six or seven people comment what is this you know and I think also just little things they're you know they're not your beetroots and cauliflowers everything comes in different colours now and it's of course. you know and I think bring people's you know just education on that sort of stuff we learn every day there's something yeah. that we learn and sarah from pope's produce we literally i learn so much from her as well especially um especially with callum as well it's yeah it's great every day we learn something and also for us as well making sure our menu is tailored to what's coming so yep. we've got a plan now ahead for what's next season and thinking ahead um yeah because our menu does every day there's some change to it mm. See, that's, a, that's another one of those things. That it, it, it's more work for you guys, but it's just the passion that keeps you going. Yeah, you know? yeah. there's, there's places that literally do not change one item on their menu the whole year. Yeah. So we've just changed it, about to release it. It's very similar. Um, but again, we could be, you know, we do start lunch service at 12, and at 1 minute 2, we could be thinking, okay, what are we going to do for our lunch special? Mm. And it's chaos. <laughs> it's like writing it down, and the young girls that we have are fantastic. I've got a team here. We couldn't do it without them. Yeah. Um, and I think even all of the staff here have grown and they all have a passion they all have a common interest mm. um, if it's not in the coffee area if it's not in custom service this is definitely in food and waste the biggest thing is probably that this generation that they're so um, passionate about how can they make a difference mm. and we're learning from them as well I found that there's something special about the Illawarra as a region when it comes to what you're talking about I mean I've, I've done these publications in a few different places now but in no other region have I seen a young population, you know, a, a group of youths who are so interested in sustainability, when, especially when it comes to food like sustainability or waste or food education, all that sort of thing. There's so many people out there. There's little different groups doing different things. There's food fairness organisations holding events. There's, you know, less, less waste organisations having cool little cocktail parties and dinners mm. where people can chat and get together and, yeah. and that sort of thing. It's something really special about the Illawarra, and I think that, you know, I mean, I'm learning heaps as I continue to meet these people, and I'm sure you're you're doing it along the way. Mm. But I was at this um, food fairness event last week in Kayama, and there was all these people with different tables set up. Like Chris from Marlbrook was there, and I saw Sarah from Pope's there as well. And yeah, we were supposed to go, but everyone, I was unwell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We were so devastated. I think that, <laughs> was, that was the only reason why I was like so upset when I was sick. Is I couldn't, couldn't go. Sarah came the next day and I'm like, what happened? Tell me. Yeah. Like, yeah, so continue. Yeah, 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 but there's just so many people doing mm. just amazing things. Yeah. There's people doing permaculture blitzes and people, you know, people like Callum working for Green Connect. Like, what an amazing organisation Green Connect yeah. is. And that's just, you know, like, 
Hidden Harvest they, is another yeah, one. Yeah, Hidden too. Harvest is another great one as well. Yeah. And and the people the people who run these these things are really great, humble people, but really gotta give them credit for saying, Look, I'm gonna spend my time, you know, and put in so many non-paid hours to get this thing off the ground and get it working because I want to help people I want to educate people I want to make a difference like yeah. and yeah you, don't, you don't, like I haven't seen I haven't seen as much of that in other regions as I have in the Elbora so I don't know if it's because we live in such a beautiful place like you know I think we're very blessed to live all mm. on the coastline the whole way down really and I think you know I think people have become aware that you know, you do see the opposites. You know, if you go overseas, it's not. You know, people aren't educated in you know plastics, etc. Mm. But you know, like we do fitness down the beach in the mornings, and I tell you what, it's it's beautiful. Oh yeah. You know, it's yeah, it's very, and it makes you work harder. How can we? But I we notice it in the first week of opening the cafe, how much waste hospitality, especially, contributes to it. Oh. And we said from I think about day five when we had all the milk cartons. Can't, can't do, do this, this anymore, yeah. We were standing there and both of us were like so exhausted, standing there looking at this bin that, yes, it was recycled, but we were like, no, it just can't, there has to be a way. And so, yeah, that's when we got on to John and, you know, even John, I just look at that, he's had like fourth generation, I think he is, farmer. Even him at his, like, what he's accomplished... I still get blown away instead of breaking that trend of such an industry that is so, you know, set in their ways. Exactly. He's just, he's, yeah, he's fantastic. Mm. But his machine's fantastic. The staff love it. It was the best thing we ever done. Yeah. And the amount Definitely. of less waste. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Oh, we had two bins, we went down to one. So for us, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Nice work. So we also get um, the... We're finding that we're getting a lot more people. Um, this is one of our girls, Nick, who's like totally into all the plastics. She actually, um, this is Nicolette. So Nick takes all the plastics to. Where do you take the plastics to now, Nick? Yeah. So it goes for the um, children's playgrounds. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. Love it. That's all right. We can just. I'm just going to chop anything out. Yeah, you guys go. Yeah, so Nick's Nick's um, yeah very passionate. She's our number one on all the waste waste, waste manager officer. Waste man. <laughs> that's good. You put that on your resume. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, yeah, Nick's fantastic, and she's so passionate about. It. So she works in the kitchen alongside me and out on the floor. But um, I learn every day off her. Yeah. So she walks in if she starts a little bit later than anyone. Everyone's like, checks the bins. Okay, she's here in five minutes. Okay, let's go 100%. Because when you're busy, sometimes think, okay. And it's bringing awareness. Like, I've learned so much from her and it's fantastic. Yeah. But she doesn't stop. She's a machine. Great. Great to see. The hospitality industry, like, I mean, commercial industry is such a large consumer of of waste you know what yeah. I mean it's ridiculous like I've, I've worked at places before where you know not here but if you're in the city you're sharing bins with a bunch of other venues and you see what they put in the garbage and like you see what those bins look like and it, like a lot of the time like you see someone throwing a garbage bag into just a, a landfill bin and it's just clinking with all the bottles that are in there and they don't even their restaurant doesn't even recycle and cans bottles you name it it's just going into landfill yeah. like you know Crazy. it's not hard but, um, people in the local area though now we've, since that, especially with War on Waste I think it really pushed people in the right direction yeah the totally documentary, um, that you know our lunch boxes we sell Oz Harvest lunch boxes here yeah. uh, lunch bags and so from that 
that really started us off, didn't it? Mm. So I think you buy a lunch bag for $15, $15 but it feeds so many people. Yeah. And honestly, we, we do struggle to keep it up. Like That's great. We get them in, they sell. But it's also knowing, you know, people can make a difference by that way. You know mm. what I mean? Um, but people bring their own containers here for takeaway. We fill mm. their containers up. Like I, It's just like keep a cup. Yeah, that's awesome. It's almost like someone needs to invent a keeper container. Keeper container. You know, that you can... Um, it's called a lunchbox. Yeah. Surely it's going to be called Tupperware. <laughs> but, um, but, like, people bring it, and it's like, the first time I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. Yeah. Like, we love it. So we actually offer a discount with that and a oh, discount cool. with the yeah. takeaway coffee. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, nice. That's um cool. I want to quickly talk about the recipes that you gave us for the book because you gave us some great recipes that who knows whether or not they're going to be on the next menu or the menu in the future or whatever it might be but um, it's the the porridge and the veggie burger mm-hmm. and the porridge is a really cool one because everything's everything's local mm. so do you want to just talk us through what's in it and what mm. that winter porridge is so we've got um, brushwood oats so they're from Camden yep. so Kendra so yeah and then Country Valley milk. Well, I'm not even, I don't even cook, so I don't even know what I'm Yeah, so Country Valley milk, or we use Pines milk, so either one. Yeah. So depending on, um, you know, it's just one of those things, a preference thing, really. Yeah. Um, and then we use the um, local honey from Stanwell Park or Darks Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, rhubarb. Rhubarb is from Piccolo Farm. So we stewed, we've still got now enough for almost the start of next season, mm-hmm. Um, which is great. So that's all ready to go there. Um, apples. Darks forest again. Darks forest apples. So yeah, they're um, the apples are fa- and what we are finding it's really all of our children's menu meals come with like a slice of apple. Yeah. But because we sell darks forest orchard apples next door, people taste it here, and then because they're unwaxed, they're sensational, yeah. and then people buy them, and they're getting a, a you know something that doesn't taste like your everyday standard. It's not. I think they taste better than anything I've grown up with, yeah, so yeah. I love them. They're really good. Um, yeah, so the porridge is, yes, yeah, so successful. Um, people, Even now, like, as it's starting to get warm, like, warmer, we've taken it off the menu, people are like, oh, are you doing porridge? And yeah. we're like, no, sorry. Well, that, one of the things that we um, added a note to in the book was, like, you can you can stew whatever fruits yes. you have available. You can put whatever you want yeah. in a porridge or And that's definitely what we want whatever. them to do. Exactly, whatever, yeah. You know, whatever you've got in the kitchen. Exactly, and that's... You know, that's it. You're supposed to eat seasonally. So, if if you feel like if it's a cold day in, you know, early summer or whatever it may be, and you want to eat some porridge, and not like, and you don't have rhubarb, then use plums or whatever, pears, like pears anything. or anything yeah. like. And we just used it because she had it. Exactly. Yeah. That's, we didn't. So if she, yeah, we didn't go out of our way to find it. We just she had it, and we said yeah. So like at the moment, at the granola, where you're doing the, we're also baking some of the apples on top. It's still not for us summer summer like it's still mm. got that little early in the morning we're finding a lot more people want that stewed fruit still on top yeah cool um yeah and that's been fantastic so that's been good nice. um and the veggie burger it's all on a cold coast charcoal bun yes which is an interesting look it is so we still get people even though we've nearly had it for 12 months my bun's burnt. <laughs> oh, really? They say it's burnt. That's funny. I've never heard that one. And the one. staff will come back, and they're all immune to it now, but they do love it all, especially some of the people. Um, we've had a few people over from overseas or the older generation look at it and think, they're like, oh, what is this? I'm not going to like this. We're not going to like this. And straight away, they're in love with it. Mm. Um, I don't think it changes the taste of, you know, a milk bun as such. It does have sort of a, a bit of an aftertaste. 
um, the reason why we did it, it it's healthy for you. Yeah, what it's, is what is it? What is charcoal, the charcoal it's thing? It's like, charcoal. It's, it's like filters you yeah. or something somehow. Yeah, so it's all to do with the gut. Um, we find that people actually ask for the charcoal buns. So yep. we've got a new bun coming soon, which we've been working with, so we're super excited. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, so Cold Coast does all our sort of, you know, weed and requests. And that's that's so good that you've got a baker that you can work like that with, though. Yeah, and yeah. same as Bread Circle, totally different bread, totally different, um, but it's great that we can work with people and genuinely have uh, such a good rapport mm. that we can build a business with them as well. Mm. And that's the same with Kel, like, you know, we'll change gelatos once we get that. It's, yeah, everyone we do business with, we enjoy and learn mm. so much. Well, that's the beauty of having a place like this where you can you can talk to the public because you've got an avenue for that. You know, farmers don't always have a, a shop front or a place yeah. where that they can talk to the public and find out what people want. Mm. You can find out what people are eating, what people are after, and you can, you know, I mean, doing your research in, in when you're changing your menus and looking at interesting things that you might want to put on the menu and stuff, you can then transfer all that to the farmer yeah. and tell them what's in demand. And that's positive for them. And then at the same time, they're going, well, you know, this time of the year is perfect for this or I've got this or whatever. And they're, they're passing the knowledge back up your way. And, yeah. Well, that's the thing. And that's where I think for us, we've learned how important it is. We spent the day out at Country Valley Farm. Mm. And I think from that day on, Bianca and I realised that milk is so precious. Mm. People don't realise that. And I, and I was one of them. Everyone knows, yes, you milk a cow, but what the, the amount of work that they do to get that product, and I think also how much sometimes the, the weather can, you know, make a farmer like their life can be turned upside totally. down. And going through with John on how he got to the point of farming the way he does now with the property, um, and same as Kel, and how he the hardships he had to to make decisions. Um, that was one of the best days we've had, and we really want to do it like a team building day out there, so they could be also aware of, you know. It is. Mm. It's just not something. That's where one of the things people just go get it off the shelf, but realizing that what it takes to get to that, we didn't know. Exactly. Not to the extent. Yeah. And you don't like also the heart like the demands that big supermarkets put on dairy producers yeah. is insane. Like you look at Coles milk, which is like a dollar a liter or, or whatever it is, and you don't know where it's coming from, and you don't know some of the crap that people have been through in order to try to provide it at that price mm. like it just doesn't work like that mm, exactly yeah. yeah so um what else have we got so yeah the burger so that'll be on our new menu yeah so that's exciting um, and so on the burger beetroot hummus yes so yeah. we make all that here so that's actually the beetroots from um when piccolo send them down um and we also have a local supplier around here as well um so that's good so we're doing a black tahini beetroot hummus wow so that's our new little just gonna I haven't seen black tie handy before. It makes sense though. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. So we've. Um, it's quite the the hummus will be quite dark, but it's quite rich. Um, people are loving it. Yep. So it's sort of you know, it, we're finding then if we you know you do a beautiful burger and that on the side with the we only offer um sweet potato chips or root vegetables is mm. our thing. So last week we had swede, we had turnip parsnips as chips. Kids are eating them, and I thought oh you know I tried it on our kids first up and they ate them. At mm. the end of the day their chips but we do it quite fine and you know it's, there's no waste then on the plates mm. it's not big bowls of chips it's we're trying to sort of mm. you know make sure we stay on path with that yeah yeah As, it's another thing i mean it's a lot easier to buy a big frozen bag of shoestring fries yeah. at whatever a kilo they are but... and we do it all by mandolin <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like well how long are you going to be able to sustain that yeah we've been doing it every day haven't we for nearly 12 months yeah. and it works so yeah. 
and you just get you just get Good. on with it. Means that. I get my exercise. Get your exercise <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen for the day. Yeah, just poor yeah. little trusty. Have you chopped your fingers off yet? No, I'm going good. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the, I'm just bad on the mandolin. Hey, sometimes yeah. I just she doesn't trust me. Use the guard. Use the guard. I've got this one tool that's like my absolute tool in the kitchen, and Bianca broke it on Friday. Pretty devastated. It was like it's like four ninety nine for the Easter show. You know the like a Juliet. Yeah. And um. I've had like we've had heaps and expensive ones and that, but this one from the Easter sh- the Sydney Easter Show is like my favourite. Four ninety nine, I think it is. I'll have to get like five next year. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't fully break it. I was like, don't hate me. Tell <laughs> you what, people get attached to their kitchen tools. <laughs> you don't mess favorite. with people's stuff. Yeah, we're worried to tell them. <laughs> um, I'm going to look at this quickly. I think we've pretty much covered everything, hey. Um, but I'm going to look at this quickly in case there was anything else I wanted to talk about. Ah. Oh. How long is your lease? 20 years. 20 years. So... We've signed our life wanna, away yeah, Exactly, so yeah, we're, exactly. So we're 19 to go. I, wanna, I, wanna, like, I wanted to we'll, try to get an understanding of like... Who does that? The mindset, the mindset before si- signing a 20-year lease. Like, were you guys just in a place that you were just like, we have to do this? Like, we, I, mean, I just think we had a passion um, and, you know, Bianca's an accountant. I was a midwife, so we've come from totally two different backgrounds. But I've grown up in hospitality, and Bianca's heritage of you know, she, she her grandmother um, didn't waste anything, had a passion for food, Bianca, sure. and you know, isn't it really? You've grown up with it. Yeah, I've got yeah, my background's Italian, so they're just renowned for Italians. I mean, enough said. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Share everything. Nothing she thinks she does the relish, and I get her to taste the relish because we do all like all of that. And I'm thinking, and I said, oh, not so I'm getting better to the point now where I like, you know, I don't really love relish, but now I think we've almost perfected our one. And I think, God, none will be so proud. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but I think knowing how much we're going to put into the building, yep. um, we love the location and knowing what the building was like before we signed and knowing and knowing what we had to put into it to get it to where we wanted it to be. And we still, it's still not exactly where we want it to be. Like no. there's so much more we want to do, but that we thought, look, we're better off having a longer lease because we're going to have to try and make make that amount of money back. So yeah, so it took us four months for renovations, nearly. It wow. Was, it's, yeah. yeah. So it's really, I think it's about ninety-year-old building. It used to be the old co-op. Yeah. So um, and that's where we tried to really. Keep so we found old newspapers underneath the flooring and just like. It's always interesting. Yeah. Um, so we always knew. So that's why I think we signed such a large lease so that we knew that we'd put so much into it that we wouldn't get turfed out. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we love it. Like honestly, I can say, like Bianca and I, we get here. We're here nearly hundred hours a week. Yeah. Like I've got three kids as well. You know, Bianca's got life, but yet we still come to work, and it's not work. It's like a passion. Yeah. I can honestly say I've never felt like oh I've got to go or you know those times we think I just like to stay home. We don't. We've got hundred miles an hour. We, you know, if we're not out here working, we're in our office, which I hate doing anything in there. But it's like things you behind the scenes people don't realise. Mm. I didn't. The amount of stuff and the amount of research every day continuing to keep, you know. It's such a passion, isn't it? It's mm. it's the only thing that drives people to do this, to, to make these sorts of choices. Surely. Yeah, like <laughs> it is. And it's crazy because I was thinking about it today because I know a lot of chefs and follow people that I know on Instagram and stuff. And any time a chef that I know goes away, whether it's a trip to Sydney or a trip to Melbourne or a trip to overseas... It's just photos of, like, where they're eating and the food. And you're like, oh, they went there. That's sick. Like, oh, they went to this place. Cool. I went there when I was there last. And 
all that sort of thing. And I was just thinking, like, I mean, you've got a background in accounting. I'm not sure if you've have you ever been on a holiday where you're like, I'm standing out the front of Wells Fargo, and you're thinking, <laughs> yeah. here's an accountant, accountant that I'm visiting while I'm overseas. You know what I mean? Like, it's all about the industry that you're in. That's that's the passion. Yeah, yeah. definitely. If we have to go up for some reason somewhere, we go, all right, where can we eat around there? Where, 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 yeah, where exactly. Can we, like the main thing. Oh my God, we have to eat that. We have to try that. Yeah. What can so, we do Because food is, I guess, just such a part of life that if you, li- if you live in a, in, a, in a world of food in your profession as well, like that just extends beyond, beyond for a lot of people work is a job and everything else except you might be interested in food still but your job is something different yeah definitely you know yeah Yeah. no we live and breathe it yeah and even like you know I live at Stanwell Park and we have our own chickens and it's you know compost is like we do we take a lot of our compost home as well from there and it's great like we're on acreage too and and you see also the possibility of doing more and more stuff it's never ending like I downloaded my phone because it's literally really died I don't know what's happened <laughs> it's because I've got 7,000 photos on there yeah. so that's my brain and Bianca's is looking at it going and they're all screenshots and I'm like you're mad I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wonder well, it's not working it's hectic it's hectic so you've got to be mad I was going to ask you what you've got in store for the future, but I think we've already covered that sort of stuff. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? No, I don't think so. Kind of crazy life. Yeah. Well, thanks for being crazy. Thank you. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you. Sweet. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Ciara Kulma and Bianca Poscaliero from Earthwalker and Co. General Store in Coldale. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a fantastic shop and I recommend anyone from around the Illawarra get up there if they get the chance. If you want to find out more about what they do, you can find them online at Earthwalker Co. on Instagram or Earthwalker Co. on Facebook. If you want to find out more about us, we're quicksandfood.com. It's our website or you can find us at quicksandfood on Facebook and Instagram also. Get out there and support the Illawarra Cookbook, support local food, support independent publishing. The book's available on our website and at all good Illawarra retailers. Thanks for listening to this Quicksand Food Podcast, and we'll catch you again for the next episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 